0: Let me introduce the show. Ben. What is that in your hand? Can of beans. That's what you said. We're saying I You've like, run you You are literally drinking a can of beans.
1: Brought to you by ranch style beans.
2: What is it? that? Is that a even a brand? Here.
0: Is there even a brand? Brought
1: to you by. These are what we used he to has, always eat in California. He has cases
2: of them in his garage. Oh,
1: yeah, I have like dozens of them. They come in little cardboard pallets of a dozen.
2: You so,
0: this is something you normally do. This is not a one time you are drinking beans out of a can out of necessity. You <laughs> normally just drink beans out of a can yes. on the regular.
1: Ask dad, I eat lunch in his office in his trash can. His office it trash can like,
2: spilled. Yeah, then my <laughs> office smells like beans
0: <laughs> and tuna. So, so here's Cade drinking beans out of a can and dad scooping tuna straight out of a can with uh, pretzels or something. Good.
2: So when we go to a restaurant, we think the food is bad. You know, it's bad because look at what we eat.
0: I think I have weird eating habits. This
2: is delicious. Those beans. I
1: don't like the cold part. Most of the time when I make this at home, I'll just take. Make make beans.
0: Quotes, air quotes.
1: (laughs) Hey, make beans. So when I make beans, I open the lid. You put it in a bowl and then I'll do one of two things. I'll take some, a few strips of bacon and I'll cut it up Mm. in the beans and then microwave it like that. Or I'll cut up a couple like all beef hot dogs and put that in there and microwave it. And then that will be my whole meal.
0: Your hot dog and beans mix. If uh, prices, uh, the way prices have increased and we're pretty poor, it's what we're going to be eating pretty soon.
1: It's good. You'll be living fine.
0: Clearly this is Bevington banter. And if you're listening, make sure you subscribe or follow however your platform works, share it, give it a review, leave comments. We'd love to hear from you. I think I was thinking about this. You know how those all those apples to apples style type games have like different ways of deciding who goes first, like who starts. Well, ours should be whoever is most passionate about a topic starts with the first topic.
1: Well, I'll start every time. I'm just <laughs> kidding.
0: So where are we starting?
1: Hang on. Well, if you what?
2: want to get started off on the most passionate thing, uh, and it's not going to be me, I'm going to defer to Cade, but I know he's passionate about it. But it, it bothers me, too. He's just much more knowledgeable. What I think people don't understand but it is a real concern, and it's amazing, I was just going over the list of how many people voted for this, for red flag laws. They have potential downsides that people don't understand. And like I said, I know that Kate is much more knowledgeable on it than I, don't I am. know
1: I don't know how you could not understand as much as me because there's not that much to understand. It's pretty simple. Basically anybody can say uh, whatever they want about you. In fact, this has happened. Actual examples of like ex-wives making things up, complaining about their husbands, and if they you know, if they're in an area that has these red flag laws. The, they will take your guns from you, and then you go to court to try to get them back. No court order or no, no due process, anything like that. They just come in, they take it, and then we'll sort it out afterward. And a lot of times people end up not getting them back at all.
2: Yeah, and that's the one thing that, uh, really that I wanted to focus on and I was aware of is the fact that you can just make an accusation and have your guns taken away from you. And my big thing on that is, even if it somehow ends up in the um, court system, the legal process, we see so many oftentimes today, I, I would not have, even if you come out, I guess, favorably, I, I wouldn't have any hope that you're going to ever get your guns back.
1: No, no, def- definitely not. I mean, it almost never happens. There was that whole thing where the, um, the military was actually on the ground doing things after Hurricane Katrina happened. Right. And they went around and they did. They confiscated people's guns who refused to leave. And to this day, most of them have never got those guns back. So, yeah. And I saw one guy on that
2: that was a gun collector and he had a nice collection and, and he's a gun collector and he never got his guns back. But the one that was just passed was a national. Now, is that different than the like a state by state?
1: So this one, I actually think was pertained more specifically to military, and I actually think it's like former military because it was put into that Armed Services Bill. So I don't know if it even has, if this one even has to do with the general public.
2: Well, unfortunately, we know that depending on what bill it is, it is in, it has nothing to do with the uh, subject matter at hand. They yeah, put they all sneak kinds stuff of stuff into bills yeah. all the time. Yeah,
0: that's why they're so well, I, long.
1: I didn't read it specifically. I just know that it passed, but it's not the law yet. And most are confident that it won't.
2: Speaking of things that are not law yet, I think that so many people fail to realize that when it comes to this vaccines that, that Biden had called now, it's been about a month or so ago, for any company, you know, over 100 employees that had to mandate vaccines, he said it.
0: Nothing's come out about it.
2: It it's never yeah. been done. There is no yeah. documentation, publication, l- legal proceedings, paperwork. It's it, it's not it's not mandated. It's not a law. Nothing has been done. So the fact that companies think that they need to implement this is not true. Not only the fact that uh, additionally that uh, I was just listening to a podcast uh, with the inventor of the uh, mRNA vaccine uh, discussing how the fact that i know that news outlets are reporting that th- these vaccines now have fda approval that is not accurate they still are experimental and therefore they cannot they cannot be mandated it just there's so many things that always make you question the motivations and these big companies they know this they're not stupid so why are they so gung ho on on mandating people to be vaccinated money Now, when you say money, what do you mean by that?
1: It's laundering federal tax dollars to pharmaceutical companies and the kickbacks that go to the politicians.
2: Okay. Uh, I know that like the pharmaceuticals are getting, companies are getting really, you know, increasing their bottom line on this because the government is paying for every test and every vaccine. They're paying for all of it. So the companies know they're going to get paid and they know they're going to get paid an inflated price they can set the price way above what it would need to be by the market and they're still going to get paid
1: this has been what wars have been forever i mean the war that we just got done fighting for 20 years was the same laundering federal tax dollars what better time to uh, stop afghanistan when you've replaced that uh, money laundering scheme with the vaccines to pharmaceutical companies but he
0: but you were asking why are not the pharmaceutical companies going along with it. Why are the companies that are issuing the mandates to their employees right. going along with it? Because there's no, like Southwest, for example, with what's happening right. right now. I'm saying more like fear or to cover themselves, any illegal whatever. I don't know. They're afraid yeah, of agree with that. something coming down on them.
2: And that's my initial thought. Well, it's a liability issue. But at the same time, I don't know that I really buy that as I think about it because those of the, those Americans that are, um, advocating for individual right, then by default you're taking on individual responsibility. So I, I don't know if you go if you go to work and say I've chosen not to get the vaccine, and I'm choosing not to wear a mask. If you choose, you know, then you're saying that's my choice. You are assuming responsibility for yourself and 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 letting the other person. Right, why can I her- just
0: sign a waiver? Right. But I think they're saying other people might say because they weren't vaccinated and they came in and they exposed me to it
2: yeah but then so then the vaccine doesn't do what yes. they tell us it does, so if they're lying about that, then again, I go back to what are the motives going on behind it? Everything that they've done in handling this makes you question their motives, and that turns people who have i've received all the vaccines I ever needed to as a kid um although i I was pre mumps, rubella, all that stuff. I had measles mumps chicken pox i i I lived through them, but we got you know we got shot after shot after shot when I was in the military. I, I'm not, but I'm anti this because I don't trust what's going on behind it. What are the motives and what's happened? You know, what's bringing right. all this about. But now,
0: Don't you know the new definition of anti-vaxxer includes people opposed to mandates, which is ridiculous. Not anti, I've had vaccinations.
2: Right. I did listen. As I said, if you get a chance to listen to Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. And he talks about the proper way to use them, and then of course the policies that are now being in place. And he says the proper way to use them and the policies that are now governing them are both completely wrong. And he's opposed to it. And I mean, if that doesn't speak volumes to you, I don't. I don't know what does. You know, and it's easy. Why? Why does United, uh, as Biden was saying the other day, they only had 59% vaccination rate. So you get rid of a bunch of people. And now you're at 99%, you know, vaccination yeah, that can be rate. one of
0: two ways more people got vaccinated or you just got rid of all the well, unvaccinated.
2: I'm sure some people got vaccinated. I'm sure, both. But I also I'm sure got some rid of both. Of, right. But then th- go back to if you're worried about people not wanting to come to work because you have unvaccinated workers, what good does it do you to get rid of a bunch of your workforce? If you're concerned about worker shortage as being a motivation to wanting everybody vaccinated, you're still you still have a worker shortage.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's fractions. Fifty nine percent, I think it was, and now it's ninety-five percent. Well, that's because you chopped a bunch of people out of the denominator. Fifty-nine yes. over a hundred is fifty-nine, and then fifty-nine over I don't know, sixty five. Over fifty-six. Yeah, that's uh well. that's that's a much yeah, that's a much higher number. So it's just it's just cutting down the denominator and then all of a sudden, look, everyone's vaccinated.
0: Did you hear the Southwest CEO? Say that you know we're doing this because we have to because the president has said you know companies need to do this in the FAA for air travel and whatnot and then he said that we're not going to fire any of our employees we encourage them to seek accommodation but they also are told their accommodations are not really going to be issued for anything but why is natural immunity just not the number one accommodation? But as we know from the last Project Veritas video, also, they don't want you to know about natural immunity.
1: No money.
2: Yeah, there's certainly no money to be made. Yep. Yet. But still, I'd still go back to when the CEO of Southwest says that because Biden says they have to. Okay. Right. He, he, didn't, said it. he yeah. didn't do anything that right. makes you do it. And let's talk about this. One of the safest places during the pandemic to not get COVID is on a commercial on an airplane. flight. There not is accurate. no... There's no data whatever suggesting that you are at some greater elevated risk by getting on an airplane. The
0: way that the air is circulated.
2: And the filtration system. Correct. I mean, that in the next best place is just being outside in a wide open space.
1: I do kind of want to talk about natural immunity and the mandates. Again, one of the biggest arguments, ridiculous arguments I've been hearing as precedent for why the, the government can mandate vaccines is back to George Washington mandating the army to get the smallpox vaccine. Okay, first of all, smallpox had a 30% mortality rate. This has 0.03. Second of all, the vaccine that they were taking back then, the official smallpox vaccine did not come out till much later. The smallpox vaccine that he had mandated that everyone in the military take was actually just a dose of cowpox because they found that milkmaids who had been infected with cowpox were not being infected with smallpox. So the vaccine that was mandated was, nat- was just natural immunity. So the vaccine was natural immunity, not to mention it was mandated because, again, the disease was much, much more deadly. The two are not comparable. Don't let people tell you that the government can mandate vaccines because George Washington made the army do it.
2: Well, not only that, to even use the word vaccine in connection with that, I don't know how accurate that is. They had no idea what a vaccine was. They just happened to notice something and go, hmm, maybe we could apply this to our yeah. situation. I mean, it wasn't, a dose of something that was, less deadly. That was as scientific as it got. So, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the same thing. But it leads you back to the idea of what's wrong with natural immunity. Why are we ignoring that?
1: Nothing works better.
0: Yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's better.
2: So what about if you did you guys think the same thing that I thought when I first saw the so-called Facebook whistleblower and thought this woman is a this is a total plant. I realized this is a total plant. I mean, one minute into this, this is a plant.
0: Do you remember when a couple weeks ago I said I'd heard that? that advertisement on a podcast from it was a Facebook ad and they were saying talking about internet regulations and how they needed reform and how they'd done all these things to help but they still wanted reforms even to the section 230 230. 230, yeah and how I was like oh that's weird is this total pandering and then when this lady came out I realized it's all connected they were just positioning themselves for the whistleblower to come out because basically, what they want is just more. They want to create a new government entity, government agency to oversee internet regulations and just allow them to censor people even more. It's, so, it's not less censoring or proper censoring of actual illegal things and letting everything else go. They want to crack down even more on our free speech. And so, they position themselves for the whistleblower to come out, you know, work in tandem for all of this.
2: Yeah, this is very well thought out. I mean, other than the fact that anybody that's paying half attention knows that this is a plant, but it's been thought out and structured and framed so that you can make it sound like you're very concerned about things that are posted, but ultimately you get to the goal of you want to restrict conservative speech. I mean, they framed it in a way that doesn't make that obvious, but that's where it ends up.
1: The other thing that makes it a suspicious whistleblower case I heard pointed out was that how many of the project Veritas whistleblowers have you seen uh, get their time on 60 minutes and get to testify before Congress only whistleblowers that fit the agenda, that fit the needs of uh, the people in DC are going to get their time like that. So that, that alone tells you that they're just a useful idiot.
2: Even using the word term whistleblower for her, I think is completely disingenuous. She's not a whistleblower. In fact, And I know that there's nothing that's been said to this, but I'll just say this. I wouldn't be surprised if it if it was learned that her and the head leadership team of Facebook, maybe Zuckerberg was in the room, they sat down and they mapped this out and he was willing I mean, he. These guys are willing to take some negative hits in order to accomplish the greater goal. Oh, and it was like, okay, go yeah. out there and say those things. That's okay because we know in the long term it's going to accomplish what we wanted to accomplish. This, this is planned and strategized. She is not a whistleblower. She is a plant by Facebook.
1: It, it makes you sound crazy, but the the best term for her is probably like deep state agent. I mean, that's what that's what she is.
2: Yeah, I think about how. um In 2000, by back in 2015, even in the earlier parts of 2016, you you never heard uh, the left complaining about excessive, you know, conservative content on Facebook because they dominated. And they were sure they were going to win, you know, the election in 2016. It was never an issue. It wasn't until after Trump was elected that they started pushing this narrative that it was this uh, conservative misinformation and disinformation on Facebook that threw the election. And it's just so disingenuous. But it's like it's like people just, you know, they say memory hole. People just forgot that just a couple of years ago. The terms misinformation and disinformation didn't exist. We just posted and said whatever we wanted on any platform we wanted in any newspaper, any TV station. And it was up to you either believed it or you didn't. You rebutted it or you didn't. You turned the channel or you didn't. And we just had free speech. You guys are old enough to remember time when nobody used the word disinformation or misinformation. This is a new invention.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of people are old enough for that i mean that's been a you just said it yourself it's only been a thing in like the last five years
2: so why do we treat these things like they're so real it's it's not it's just it's totally manufactured am i giving you a headache cassidy too deep
0: no i'm just well we don't treat it like it's real you're saying we people because all they know is what's being fed to them because it's just people vying for more control That's what the whole thing is. The whole thing, the reason that they made that ad, the reason that the whistleblower came out is because they want a new government agency to gain more control over what we say and post and think and see and read and how that influences people's thoughts and ideas is brainwashing. Well, can I change the subject? Sure. I wanted to talk a little bit about the, recent school shooting in Texas, which the reaction and the media coverage of is the complete opposite of the all the other shootings, it seems like, that have happened recently and how this shooter was released from jail on bail just a couple of days after when one of the victims was still in the ICU in intensive care or in a coma, I believe. And the family coming out and saying, well, he was bullied. And, you know, the alter- what was the, the alternative was he could have killed himself.
1: Isn't that how most school shooter situations start? Aren't a lot of them bullied? It seems pretty much the same to me, actually.
0: Yeah, but the coverage of just it's nowhere. And I haven't heard them try to leverage this for um, gun control, really. And
1: like 70- you know, could,
0: it, could it be because the... Boy was African American. It's
1: like seventy five thousand dollar bail. Bail, right? yeah,
0: and he's out. And for shooting four people. It was just interesting that he was said he was being bullied for having nice clothes and a nice car.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that.
0: And then he beat it. Then the f- alleged fight for which this was retaliation for, which it really appears like in the video, like
1: wasn't know, he? Wasn't he? He's yeah, the one, the one the kind of
0: wailing on the other person. Yes. Yes, um,
1: so that that is the other thing. It wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't so then even he just self-defense. Escalated. He was winning the fight. When and I it, saw it that got video, broken up. it was hard for me to identify who was who was being beat, um, but I did think to myself, it really looks like, it, for, based on the picture I saw, it looks like the one doing the beating is actually the shooter. So that confused me. I, I would have figured that the one who was getting beat up would have left and then come back with the right.
0: gun. Right. Because he couldn't have, he couldn't. So instead, he,
1: instead he beat up the other kid, and then decided, decided that's it wasn't not enough. enough. Yeah, and then came back with the gun, and then they let him out on seventy five thousand dollars bail, as opposed to Kyle Rittenhouse, who yep. was defending himself in Kenosha,
0: gave himself got, up willingly, gave himself
1: up, absolutely. There is video evidence of it being self defense, and he got a million dollars
2: bail. So did the the boy that was getting beat on by the shooter is he one of the people that got shot see that's i have a hard time forming too many opinions about this because they've just refused to report on it so there's so much about it that i have questions that i don't know the answer to because they haven't reported
1: i don't know the answer to that either yeah i
0: believe he was uh, a target but he already is breaking the law by so all the people that say we need more Gun laws, but what could you have done? Because he already had possession of a handgun, which at 18, which you're supposed to be 21, he already took it into an area you're not supposed to, and all this stuff.
2: And so, shot people.
0: Yeah. And he already shot other people. Yeah. So you're I'm already pretty sure that's frowned upon.
1: We a should lot of make laws. shooting people illegal.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's already breaking a ton of laws. So adding another one would just mean, oh, he'll just break one more. So that's one point. And the other, I really am stuck on this idea when the, family the quote i heard of i don't know if it was the mom or whatever saying that well he could have gone the alternate route and shot himself or committed suicide and just this it made me think about so i work with uh, an organization on the college campus here and a lot of what i do is sit in on some of their um like when people have interpersonal issues or they're going through things and kind of counseling them through that And what I just see a complete softness, like we have made kids and young people who cannot cope, how are they ever going to function in society? Here's the thing. Yes, people shouldn't be mean, people shouldn't be rude, people shouldn't say mean things. That's great. However, you cannot control other people's behavior, we will never be able to absolutely end that what you You tell that to the Texas
1: school shooter.
0: What you can control is how you respond and what you do with that. So people are going to be, there's going to be people that are rude to you and mean to you and just nasty, but what are you going to do with it? You can't like one gal who is like, oh, I've been, you know, I know they're talking about me behind my back or they said this and that I've been keeping track of every time it happens. I think the idea of being to report it, but I'm like, why are you doing that? And focusing on now you just have this list of things that make you feel terrible and othered versus just forgetting it and focusing on the people that you do have that do care about you. I just can't imagine that. And so the same with this kid is like the only the only options were to kill himself or to go take it out on the aggressor. How are these people going to go into the real world as functioning well, adults?
2: They will think about we have made the most valuable commodity to you is how great of a victim are, are you? Yeah. The, the more of a victim you are, that's like, that's the a, a, a more, it's a greater commodity. It's great. It has greater worth to you. So on the one hand, I say, what makes you think, say, I would answer the person you were referring to, um, you know, about how they're talking about I me and I, I log it every time. <laughs> what makes you think that you can go through life that you should expect to go through life with never having somebody who you have a disagreement or a confrontation with or you know somebody that's not always going to think you're wonderful that you'll have never have a negative thing in your life so if you have a negative thing happen to you that makes you by definition a victim because we should all be perfect utopia and that should never happen so i've been victimized and that has great value to me because i can use it to my benefit so the more i'm victimized the more value it has it's just
1: Which is why they make them up now, which is why in order to in order to push your agenda forward, you make up some kind of hate crime, you make up some kind of attack.
0: All these publicized ones end up being faked.
1: Yes. Well,
2: I thought about it yesterday was um, yesterday was also besides being Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day (laughs) and it was also National Coming Out Day was my understanding. And so I thought, man, how could I work this to my benefit? I maybe I should come out on Facebook. If I come out as a cisgender, white, male, Christian, is mm-hmm. that going to get me any points? I mean, I don't think so, but that's, you know, I'm coming out. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's what I am.
0: So I ended up, I mean, I gave her kind of biblical counsel without saying it's biblical, but really just why aren't you doing that? I would advise you to not keep that log and not look at that. And because whatever you focus on is what you Know basically I want to do it a Philippians, you know, whatever's true, whatever's noble, think on these things. Because a worry is a form of meditation, basically. Prayer is a form of meditation, but positive. It's it's just this idea of like what you're spending your time focusing on, and that's gonna impact your well-being and your emotional, your mental state, all of that. And so
1: I, I guess I missed this. Is this a person who logs everything that was done wrong? She to was them?
0: writing, she was literally writing down the incidents. Where she felt like she was being attacked or that's talked a about. hit list. Well, her idea was to, well, a hit list to I guess report it, I suppose, but I think was the intention. I don't know. But you're also you're going to find what you're looking for. If you go into a room or an environment thinking that everyone in there is against you. Even if they're not, or even if nothing happens, you're going to probably perceive whatever has happened as that. So also these people looking to be victims or thinking that they're victims are going to see in everything that happens, they're going to see that they're victims. They're going to see it as being attacked. And And then when they act like a total jerk. And then they think it's justified that they've. Yeah. yeah, And then
1: then when they act like a total jerk, I am going to victimize them. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy.
2: This is an area I've taught on a couple of times, and I, I call it um, filters. What are your filters? Your filters determine how you take in inform- you take it in uh, information through those filters. So you're right. So if you go into a room thinking these things are going to happen, you're going to pick up on it or, or even interpret something that was not meant as a negative. You're going to interpret it as a negative. Yeah. And I usually, I mean, to me, the classic example was I had somebody one time, I happened to be talking to them. And I happened to notice, uh, you know, looked at my watch and it was, oh, it's 1030. And I said, oh, yeah, geez, 1030 is later than I thought it was. They, because of their filters, uh, because of rejection, they interpret that as he doesn't want to talk to me and he wants to get away from me. No, I just was a little caught off guard that it was actually 1030. And I didn't think it was that yeah. late, but that's your filter. So that's the way you interpret it.
1: The official word for that is called perception. Whatever. Yeah. So it's called perception. People perceive yeah. things And what's your perspective?
0: You have to change your perspective. And also when you do that. Did you need
2: to do it. What's, what was, was it Stuart Smalley? I'm a good person and everybody loves me. You oh, guys like don't just know. Just that's, that's, that's a Saturday Night Live. Old, yeah, yeah. Affirmations. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But also when you do that, you are going to, then of course you're going to be unpleasant the whole time. So then it really is going to be, make people not want to be around you.
1: That must be what my problem is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you talk about the additional of gun laws. It's what drives me crazy about this idea of hate laws, you know, hate crimes. Mm -hmm. It's like. He didn't it, it, he shot him. It doesn't matter what his mood was. I don't care whether he I don't hated know if it was him, a hate crime or, or was not different yeah. or you know, whatever it was, you know, attack somebody because he didn't like their sexual orientation. Okay. The fact that he attacked them is a crime. Prosecute them for the crime. Let's just everybody is equal under the law. If you shoot somebody, if you beat somebody, if you rob somebody, it's illegal. Prosecute them. What well, about a love why- crime?
0: Thought crimes are worse now than real crimes, than physical crimes. Just look like at jo- just look our- at all the people canceled and fired, all the stuff John who lose their jobs. Gruden. John Gruden, right? He committed a thought crime, and that is now worse than an actual crime. Well, because that- you can
1: you can assign you can ass- there's you people can, in because the you're already who- just
0: have committed actual crimes. People who have admitted to assaulting their girlfriends, wives, whatever, and they're still there, but he committed a thought crime and we can't have that.
2: If we are going to jail for our thought crimes, I might as well just turn myself in.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're all gonna be guilty. <laughs> well,
2: when you, but and if you, think,
0: if you think it's okay because you're on the good side of it, just wait. It's only a matter of time before one of your thoughts is no longer acceptable.
2: Right. Well, what about it's been about a week ago now when uh, the Cook County DA let those gangsters that had a shootout in the middle of the street on video does not press charges against them because it was mutual it's mutual combat. They <laughs> we agree. Decide, they decided they, it was okay. We're just going to shoot at each other, and since we both decided to do it, so it's dueling a crime. we can dueling
1: there, is legal now. Okay, right? yes, there actually is. The whole uh, mutual combat law that really does fall under like people getting in physical, like hand to hand altercations. Right. It's not that has thing. existed for a long time, but it's still illegal to discharge a firearm in a public place. So at the very least, even if you take away the attempted murder charge because it was mutual, you still get a charge for shooting a gun in a public also, place.
0: What are the odds that those people possess those guns legally?
2: Yeah. Well, when Lori Lightfoot is upset with you, you know, it's bad. Well, we had a good
1: segue when dad talked about coming out. We could have talked about gay Gay Superman, Superman.
0: Superman's son. He's the new Superman.
2: What? What? Okay. Superman got old and died.
0: Superman. How is that
2: Superman then?
0: Superman, the next.
1: Is this also Lois Lane's kid? I believe. Is this the son of thing. Superman
2: and Lois Lane? Superman Wayne?
0: will be gay in DC Comics.
2: You know, if somebody wants to make a character that's like going against the flow, make somebody that's like super macho and Honestly. aggressive.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that Robin was gay, but that one we should have seen. Oh, yeah, they did
2: that. That, that was a <laughs> while ago. Okay, I just want to say something. The originals of all of these characters we're not gay.
0: Jonathan Kent Superman will be announced to be gay, which will replace the Clark Kent version.
1: Wait, I thought Jonathan Kent was Clark Kent's father.
0: He probably named his son after his father.
2: How does this affect the way they fight crime?
0: Not at all.
2: Then what's the point of making it an issue? No, that's not true. This is
0: definitely that's not son. true.
2: Now they
1: fight right-wing neo-Nazis who hate gay people. It does affect the way they fight crime because they'll let the people mutually shooting at each other get away, they're fine. That's not a big <laughs> deal. But if you call somebody a name, I'm gonna shoot you with my laser beam. It's true. They're gonna be out you there don't use this person's fighting right pronouns, thought crimes and hate crimes. You don't use the right pronouns, I'm going to pick you up and I'm gonna hurl you into space. So that's D- how it changed.
0: Here's a quote DC Comics described John Kent as this as the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, John Kent has inherited powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal boys. Call him Superboy. Parental legacies are hard to live up to, especially when your parents are Superman and Lois Lane. And John Kent is the child of two worlds, half Kryptonian and half human. The onset of his superpowers has made him eager to follow in his dad's footsteps. But John has a lot to learn about himself. Yeah, he does. And about the world before he can make a habit of saving it.
1: If Lois Lane was my mom. And he's going to be gay. Then I might dislike women also. Wow. Because she's never been not annoying portrayed by any actress or written in any way Lois Lane is always annoying so i could see it and not to ruin the whole superboy thing with me being really nerdy but superboy already exists
0: yes i superboy thought that as well superboy was
1: a is a clone of clark kent he was created in a lab that superboy is already a thing
0: yeah it's a new series called uh, or part of this the storyline's part of the series superman son of kal-
2: So, did you guys hear the exchange between the transgender person at the Taco Bell who was a, that the worker called? It was him Sonic. a Sonic male Was oh Sonic? You're right. It was a Sonic oh, I because, was the a name, a because
0: the name because the name on no. his I thought that was his credit was, his, his, credit you know his credit card name card is was, male
2: was, was I male. did See
1: that I did see
2: that. But what was so funny was that the person, the transgender person, asked the manager. He said, "Look at me. What do I look like?" And and no, he said, goes, and then he he goes, said looking goes, at me, what would you assume like that man? I am? Yeah. He goes, okay. he goes, uh, I would assume you're a man. Uh, a man? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Don't ask the <laughs> question. So don't so ask the question you don't want the answer to.
2: <laughs> so desperately, I wanted him to, but I guess he was all made up as a female. Right. I, so desperately, I just wanted to hear him go, dude looks like a lady. <laughs> I thought that would have been appropriate. Anyone there was that even guy a little bit a of like
1: a, oh, the Sonic guy? Yeah. No way. It depends on where it was. I don't know where it was.
2: Well, I know it wasn't it was in uh, any Central hair. Coast California town because they don't have drive throughs because you have to sit there and let your car run while you're going through the drive through We're going to definitely get canceled for this episode, so... Nobody only, listens to
0: this. The so only proper <laughs> answer...
2: The they don't only need proper, to cancel
0: it. <laughs> the only
2: proper answer for this is when they try, come to try to cancel us is like Matt Walsh-type answer, all right? I'll just leave it at that. Yeah,
1: well, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but like, well, here we, here we go. go. That was a Brian Regan,
0: though. <laughs> okay, speaking of Matt Walsh, he, Loudoun County in Virginia is the county that yeah. he had went to. That was hilarious. Okay, yes, but did you hear what just came out about Loudoun yes. County that happened before he went?
2: Yes. you he didn't know the about? Guy-
0: that they That part, as they have their whole transgender bathroom, like, yeah, use whatever bathroom you want, and that there's a male student who a, a girl a female student said raped her in the bathroom a 15 she's 15 years old right. i believe and and
2: sodomized her and forced yes. fellatio and
0: then it was i think there was another account as well and that fa the father went in and he's the one that kind of got physical but
2: he I'm jerked sorry, his arm away from father, a, co- a police yeah. officer that grabbed a hold of him when, he was, when he was in a discussion and that's discussion what they used in an
0: that incident is what they've used to also say like oh we're limiting you know, admins and all this stuff because people are going to attack us physically. But of course he was angry.
1: They, could have, my, daughter, they could have used my my actions allowed, to end the meetings altogether.
0: You, Yeah. What you would have done if it was your daughter, they, because their policy that they won't change and they won't listen to any conversation. They won't listen to his argument against or anyone's argument against allowed his daughter to be assaulted, sexually assaulted in the bathroom well, and they want to cover it up and they don't want to do anything about it
2: these board members are very sensitive people because you can't read from one of the books in their libraries because there are children present.
0: When when she was reading that book and the... Man, that thing that makes me so angry. That video. But then to say, like, "Oh, you can't read that." There are First children of all, hearing present. what she's yes, reading, I and know. they said, "There's children present," and they go, "Who do you think's reading this book? Why do you it's think I'm the here children's reading this
2: library?"
0: That is my point. My point is that there are children present. That's why I'm reading this in front of you.
2: This is uh, what we refer to in the Navy as people with cranial rectitis. Maybe you... I will
0: win the award for most passionate here because I am. Live i'm live simply
2: in. not speaking
0: because, because anything that you say would... i
1: promise you it's worse i promise you it's much worse so i'm just gonna not talk
0: wow you've matured you're i gonna, can't but, you're also going to give yourself an ulcer publicly <laughs> mute your mic
1: you're gonna put this out there for everybody to hear <laughs> yes and i don't want to say it out loud
0: yeah it's agonizing and my children will never set foot into well, a public school
2: I hope that Bongino's beach ball effect is correct, that you can only hold it under the water so long.
0: Well, let's go, Brandon. It's everywhere. So maybe.
2: So cryptocurrency.
1: I don't get it. Someone explain to me. I've never understood it.
2: Okay. Just i don't know what it means. I've tried to understand, you know, done a fair amount of work to try to understand too. But let's not talk about like Bitcoin. Don't don't think about that right now. Just think of a digital currency. Digital currency. For oh, this, cur- this is for the, something
1: totally different then.
2: Right for this conversation, just digital currency. Because cryptocurrency
1: is, is anonymous. That's that's the whole thing about. Right. it. So you're
2: talking about a digital currency. I'm talking we about one of the reasons currency. why I'm talking about our government wanting to move to a digital currency. This and is one a of disaster. The and one of the reasons is to deal with cryptocurrency and its anonymity and living they on put a an whole end to it. standard. They want to put an end to it. So they're going to use that as a as an argument to develop their own crypto, their own digital currency. But what's really frightening about bad that people. is look, they're already wanting to, you know, do this thing where if you make a six hundred dollar purchase or whatever, or have $600 in your account or whatever. They're going to, you know, it has to be reported. They're going to know it. They're going to see what you're doing, every transaction. But if they can do it, if they can digitize currency, then they can assign what that currency can be used for. And so when you want to go out and exercise your constitutional rights, they might say, oh, you can't spend your money for that. And you will not be able to do that. You will not be able to exercise your constitutional rights because they will not allow that digital currency to be spent on that item or that event or whatever. It's, it's insane.
0: Yes. However, before that even happens, your digital currency won't even be worth enough to get right. you the thing that you want to buy that they don't want you to buy because they want to... So we have this debt that we cannot, it's insurmountable. And the only solution yeah. at this point is to devalue the, the debt. Dollar. So you have to devalue the dollar. That means negative interest rates. Well, that means that my money in the bank is being devalued as it sits in the bank with negative interest rates. So I would pull it out to maintain the value as best I could to maintain my money. However, if it's a digital currency, I can't physically pull it out of the bank. I can't do anything with it. So I am forced to endure these negative interest rates.
2: Right. And the value of your money just continues to drop. To drop.
1: That's a SpongeBob meme, for sure. It's like, what,
2: what determines the value of our money? Imagination. Imagination. <laughs> well, I heard somebody talking about it, too, is like what's happened before when there's been kind of changeovers like this. Is that it's just flat out like your dollar is they trade is going to be forty. It's not a 40 one for cents. one, yes. right? It's not, it's not a one for one thing. When what they, I'm so, looking
1: forward to the most currency is how exchange. cool, how cool, and how much better than all the other countries, United States black markets are going to be. There's going to be so much cool stuff on U.S. black markets. Like right now, it's it's harder to get them because those black markets aren't really established. But once they force us to do it, I feel like there's going to be way cool stuff to buy.
2: Well, see, and that's the thing is that I talked with somebody about, you know, the idea of having more cash and operating in cash. And they said, well, if they do this, your cash isn't going to be worth anything. And that's not true. On the black market, your cash Mm -hmm. is going to be highly desirable. Operating with cash, though, is no different than operating with what people are moving towards cryptocurrency people agreeing we're going to use this as our mode of an exchange.
0: That's seriously the value of cryptocurrencies. It's just agreed upon.
2: Everybody just agrees upon it that we're going to use this instead of dollars, this instead of cash. If nobody agreed to it, if there wasn't a large enough group of people that agreed to use this as their currency, it wouldn't exist. But because they do, and it and our, our own dollars not tied to gold or anything like that anymore, it doesn't matter. You can, you can use clamshells if you want. If we all agree on it, then we can operate on that. That's, that's, that's all currency. What's going
1: to, what's going to translate over to physical money. The best is bullets. Yeah. Because you can assign different values to different, different caliber. They are legitimately worth more. You could, you could buy a lot of stuff with bullets.
2: Yeah. And I get your point, but dollars will work for, a while because everybody's used to dollars. They understand those. And mm-hmm. at some point it may change, but initially it's just goods barter. Yeah, if, I'm, is-
1: if I'm buying something locally, people around here, they understand bullets. They know the value of
2: bullets. I would totally take bullets as payment. Yeah, but I don't want to use my bullets as payment. Well, okay.
0: But that's just really what you're then Depends just talking about. You you're just talking about actual value though. So you're just talking about yeah. bartering and trading goods. So it's not just bullets. Yeah. It'd be anything that I need that right. you have. Sure. And that's,
2: what, that's why I've been telling, uh, you know, in talking this, is like when they say, oh, buy gold to hedge against inflation or right, whatever. What's that going to hey, do for you? Nobody's going to eat gold. Yeah. You can't burn gold. You can, you're not going to shoot it's a good gold. Conductor. Yeah. But food, warmth, shelter, clothing. And, and is, love Those An those, are, those are the most valuable things. If you get into a real dystopian situation, those are the most valuable commodities that you're going to have. And if you can barter with those things, it's going to be somewhat so beneficial to you. And if get you can yourself defend, some skills that are useful. Defend those things.
0: Go learn how to hunt. Go, you know, whatever. Learn how to grow
2: potatoes.
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> I was
0: thinking. Okay, this is so random. I was thinking about this last night. I don't know why, but I was thinking about how your neck, how we're so vulnerable there. Like it's you know a target of your your aorta is there, and it's just this totally exposed. Like, hey, if you want to totally just kill me? It's right here, exposed. And I guess you could relate this to our blow dart conversation. And I thought, why, God, why would you make it so such a vulnerable spot? Why? Why do we need to have a neck? And I thought, imagine if our heads just kind of connected Fat and out came out of our of our torso. But then there would well, be no exposed like artery, you know. To, but to you have to impact. have
2: something, a mechanism why to be able la- to turn your head.
0: Oh, that's a good point.
2: The me- the neck well, allows you to turn your head.
0: You have to turn your whole body.
2: <laughs> yeah, have owls to turn
0: your don't whole look. Body. Owls really don't look like they have necks, and they can turn their head all the way around.
1: That's because they can sink theirs in.
0: So we just need the ability to sink our necks in and we'll be so much safer.
1: No calling when, when the
0: blow darts come.
1: you want to hear a, for a minute
0: fun story about my interaction with a homeless man? Maybe. <laughs> well, I was up here at the church one day and I was the only church employee here. We have a preschool that operates out. And so someone had, a man had wandered up here and he, I guess he told one of the preschool employees, he said he'd just come out of a resource facility and he was up here asking about the church. So she came in and got me. And so I went out there. And she like stayed by the door to make sure you know, he wasn't going to attack me or anything, but he definitely was like dirty. And he had he had a bag, like a grocery bag full of like empty cans and bottles. So I think he'd been like collecting them out of trash or picking them up to turn in for money. As I was approaching him, I said, hi, my name's Cassidy. I'm one of the pastors here. And I didn't even get to finish stating my thoughts. and He just starts going and he's super rambling. Once he started talking, he did not stop. He's just like, oh, well, that's interesting, because Bible tells me that women should never be in authority over a man. I believe the Bible, and all blah, blah 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 blah. And I said, oh well, you know, I believe the Bible as well, and contextually. He goes, well, contextually, that's what it says, so that's what I believe. Do you, are you against Apostle Paul and all this stuff? <laughs> and he was like very getting really close to me. It wasn't like aggressive, but pretty in my face. And I was like, okay, I can't have a conversation with him. I wouldn't really get into a debate with a random person anyway. So I just decided, you know, I'm just going to say, I said, well, you know what? I just interrupted him. Well, you know what? Maybe this isn't the church for you then. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, well, he just kept going, agreed to disagree. And just kept going on me and eventually walked away. He sticks his hand out, like to shake my hand. He goes and say like, God bless whatever. And I'm looking at this nasty hand and I'm thinking, Oh, I have to shake this man's hand. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus would shake his hand. And so I shook his hand and then I turned around, Walked in straight into the church immediately to the bathroom and washed my hands because it was really sticky.
2: That's I told exactly him, what you do.
0: I yeah, I told him I told my senior pastor later when I was telling it to him, I was like, I I knew I had to shake his hands because Jesus would shake his hand. And he was like, Yes, Jesus would shake his hand. And then he would also go immediately wash it. <laughs> but it was just a, it was just a it's, fun being accosted by you- a being accosted by a um random homeless man. Needless to say, he didn't receive, I, it was kind of nice. I didn't have to get to the point of saying, Hey, we don't, we don't give assistance to random people who come up here. Like if you're not a part of our church, we didn't even have to get to that point. Cause we didn't even make it that far.
2: Every person in my over 30 years of ministry that comes to the church for help. They're all Christians.
0: Oh, right. Like I've grown 100% up in hundred
2: yeah. percent. Yes. yes. And, uh, yeah, it's that's just and we used to give food in San Diego if they came in. We kept a pantry that we'd give food, but it was so funny because um, one of the secretaries that will sometimes we'll put together a bag, and they'd be like, "Well, I can't, you know, do you have any organic peanut butter or whatever?" Oh my I gosh! Can? And she would just start pulling stuff out of the bag, and she'd be like, "You still got? You still got some kind of complaint? Anything else you want to say say to me?" <laughs> just start yeah, I'm stuff giving out you of free food. Bag. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, good old Louita.
0: It's just fun. That's dealing. what you
2: get for putting your church on the top of a hill. So everybody yeah, can very see it visible. From, a, from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: you know, it's kind of the point, but that's all right. Hey, if he, you, if he wanted to come and if wanted to come and that's our verse and be a part and change his life, we would help him. But, you know, he didn't want a woman to tell him. I should have said, well, you know what? Since I'm a woman, I don't have the authority to give you any assistance anyway. So you better go away.
2: I can't make that decision. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm that's sorry, sir, there aren't
2: any men here. Yeah. <laughs> Come back there literally were
1: come no men here. A, come back when there's a man here.
2: You might want to, you might want to not want to tell them that there's no men there. Yeah, I either. was gonna say that though.
0: Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you
2: next time. Have fun editing this.